independent yeah. thinking Texans, and uh, we decided we call it that because we're Texans and we think independently. Yes, we do. <laughs> Catchy yeah. name. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, welcome to the show, and welcome to Texas. If you are from Texas, or if you're thinking about moving here, or if you've already just said to hell with it, you know where I'm at's not working. I'm going to go to another place. Where is it warm and where are the taxes low? And you're like, well, Texas is the one, right? And so you move here. Well, uh, just living here, being born and raised here, I like meeting new people and I, and I actually like diversity and culture personally. You know, I'm not somebody who's st- stubborn in it, but I wanted to start this off, Levi. I'm Boone, by the way. Uh, oh, it's my partner here. Levi Stroud. How's it going, everybody? And uh, I was just going to ask you, man, Levi, what do you think? Uh, do you think the influx of population will change Texas? And if you do, how do you think are some of the ways it's going to change it? Well, I think that it will definitely expand the suburbs. I mean, you you just have to take a cruise into any of the larger towns. I mean, I don't know if you've cruised to like uh, like out toward uh, Holotus from here, oh. getting in towards San Antonio. Every time I cruise out there, the uh, housing projects, you know, those cookie-cutter neighborhoods, they get a little closer and a little closer, Yeah. you know. And yeah. uh, for the people listening at home, we you know, we're, we're kind of out here in the sticks, out in Medina, you know, uh, but uh, still not, yeah, it's still not far it's from not far. No, it's an really hour. Not. You can it's be only there. an hour's drive, yeah. you know. And I mean, give it a few more years, and those suburbs could very well be on our, I mean, right just yeah. east of us. You so, know? so you said the suburbs uh, are one way. What about so? Have you seen in a town like Medina? Have you already seen an influx of population? Oh, since yes. you graduated high school, what ten years ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big There's time. A, already way more people out here They're, you know uh the, the town hasn't gotten much bigger unless you count like the, the new family dollar that moved into town yeah but uh yeah <laughs> to save the day <laughs> but uh yes there are definitely more people out in the countryside around here i yeah. mean a lot more people you uh, definitely notice a, a much uh bigger increase in traffic yeah. a lot more traffic out on these roads yeah. than there used to be yeah, so okay, yep. so so it has changed here in the suburbs. I totally agree about the suburbs too. I mean, that's oh, yeah. obviously going to change. And I think yeah. what happens is just that it's not just people moving in, but people moving out of cities or maybe from the country now into a suburb or you know, suburbs just tend to be a byproduct of, of right. growth, you know, yeah. always. That's like where it always seems to Right. It well, happens I mean, everywhere. Right now, I think there's a mass exodus all over the country right now, not just like in a stir Texas. Up, like a stirrup. There's right? a there's a mass exodus from the from the, the larger urban areas out into the surrounding countryside. It's happening out here. Lots of people moving from San Antonio's Houston, e- even there. Houston, we get a lot of people from Houston yeah. around here. I play for a lot of people uh, from those cities as well. Yeah, moving out here, and, looking to. Uh, you know, I don't know what that might mean for local politics around here. You know, if they, I mean. What do you What do you think? Do you think that Texas will go blue in 2020? Not in 2020. You don't no. think? It'll no, happen I don't in think 2020? it'll. Go, I don't think it'll happen in 2020. No, yeah. I just don't, man. I just don't. Especially with the climate today. Right. I don't think this is the year. I don't see there being anybody. You know, and I think it's all about you know these parties, man. They move so much, dude. They're like freaking, dude. They move. You know, they yeah. they they'll change their platform. You know, for votes almost. Oh, I feel like both of them. So yep. that's something that we see, but. So for that, I think that if a good candidate came in the Democratic Party that everybody liked, even in 2022, I think the mayor race would is the I mean is the governor of Texas in 2022 or 2024. It's every six years. So what is it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and spew. But whenever that is, let's say there's some really good candidate that's blue. Right. It could happen. 
It could happen. I'm not, I don't. I don't think it's far off. And especially, would you just say uh, people? Well, well, you know, people are moving here from the city, from oh, yeah. other places. They move to the cities, and they, you know, it just takes one candidate, man. Yep. That's what I think. It always just takes one candidate. But I mean, I I honestly feel like the state of Texas doesn't get enough credit for how you call it yellow libertarian. I think thinking it really is, yeah. man. I think socially people are. Like pretty liberal and cool oh, all yeah. over the state most for the most are. part, okay. Yep. But but then you get to the the economic side of things, dude. And if you start to jack people's taxes up here, you'll see an exodus here, and it won't. People will be pissed about it, you know. It'll be a, and you kind of yep. you don't see taxes being raised in rural areas. I don't, you know, for the most part right. right now. But so it's not a big thing. But if that does change, I don't think people are going to like that here. I don't think no, that's an idea no, they're going to adopt. No, I don't think so. I mean, they are uh, re- raising our. Local school taxes here in Medina. Yeah. Uh, I did notice that, but uh, I think that has to do more with reckless spending by the school than it does by, uh, or than it does have to do with with the uh, influx of people moving out here. But, yeah, they built like a new gymnasium and oh, yeah. another new building. I think that probably has yeah. something to do with it. it. Well, the other thing too, though, is, and, it, and I don't know if this is a byproduct of just when it happens, when this happens, but like taxes seem to go up when suburbs and things seem to come out. Don't they? I mean, they just... I don't think taxes in Texas have been going down. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I mean, right. that's definitely something that... do. You know, I don't know if it'll go blue, but the taxation thing will always be an issue in Texas, I think. I that, think that's so. that's I my agree. answer to that. But, again, I think people are pretty socially liberal. I don't think people care. And we're actually... We'll let this tie into our next segment here, uh, but we'll talk a little bit more about this. But, I mean, there's certain issues like... Uh, gay marriage and uh, you know pay equality mm-hmm. and uh, you know I think people are are on board for that type of stuff you know for the most part as long I just think that when it comes with like big government and all this government spending and higher taxes I think people will rebuke that you know right you know yeah so. absolutely yeah that's that uh, but yeah but well so the next uh, the next segment is what kind of just tying into what we were just talking about, and that's uh, the legalization of uh, marijuana in Texas. That's it. And uh, yeah. whether or not it will happen sooner or later or ever. Well, okay, uh, going blue. Let's say a candidate comes out and says, "You know what? I I I I'm not going to raise taxes. You know, like you know, they're a pretty they're a pretty. Let's say they're a blue candidate, but they're pretty modest. They're they're they're." you know, what do you call it? Right. Moderate, right. moderate, moderate, kind of moderate Democrat. But they say, you know, one thing we're going to open things up. We're going to legalize marijuana. <laughs> I think they would get a lot of votes think, in this yeah, state. Yeah. You they know, I, I think it's a bigger issue than people think. Yeah, I really no, do. I agree. You know, people don't give issues like this enough credit, but do you think that if marijuana was on the ballot in Texas in 2020, if they said vote yes or no legalization, recreationally of marijuana, Right. All the way across the board, decriminalization. So that means that you would pardon nonviolent drug offenses, marijuana offenses for people who are in jail. They get released, pardoned. Right. Uh, you know, like, do you think that people would vote yes or no in Texas, twenty twenty? I think yeah, probably most likely. I think so. <laughs> uh, I think it would. It probably wouldn't be as as uh, big a margin as me and you are probably imagining. I think it would be close. It'd probably be somewhere around sixty, sixty-five percent, maybe. Maybe, you know, uh, but yes, I think if there was a statewide just, just referendum, if it had no political strings attached to it. It's the way uh, it should be. Yeah. You know, to, uh, that it would, it would probably pass, you know, but, uh. I think 65% is probably high. 
Oh yeah, no, I right think now, that, yeah. So that would right be now. that's what I was saying. If you're lucky, sixty to sixty-five. Here's the thing about that referendum: if it was if it was on the ballot with everything else, which I imagine it would be, right? A referendum. Right. Maybe people would say yes or no. But for the people who would say no, I think they don't care about it enough that they wouldn't go vote on its own. If it was like an online vote on its own or right. a mail-in vote on its own, I think you would have a. I think it would be a blowout. Oh yeah. You probably. know, but if it's just on the ballot, I think it could be like a really close Real issue. Close. But man, I do. I, I think that I agree with you, man. I think that it would be. A, I I think in 2020 people would. And you know, if that was on the ballot. There's no way I'd not be voting. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, right. I'm gonna vote only for the reason of like, you know, continuing to exercise that right to make sure that we always remember that we have that, you know, and that's something that we have. You know, I think that it's good to get out and do that, you know. But right. I mean, let's not pretend that it really matters all that much. I mean, I no. really don't know how much it really matters anymore unless we're really voting on issues. Right. More, at least some more, yeah. you know, because it's just. You vote somebody in, man, and it's like it's just They're hard to appease. To do whatever yeah. they want to do, man. You know, yeah. that, that's the thing about representative democracy. You know, is that you, you can vote somebody in, and then once they're in, they're in. And they can, you know, they can take your representation and do whatever they want with it, you know. Well, at least until the next election cycle. You know, we talk about Texas. Would Texas legalize marijuana if there was a federal mandate lift on marijuana? Then would Texas follow suit? You know, I think that that would probably be a big. Uh, a big push toward that kind of thing. I think that the federal ban on it right now is something that's holding a lot of states back, making them a little, uh, you know. Even though I don't really know, uh, I'm pretty sure the federal government has pretty much left states like Colorado and, uh, what, Vermont and Maine. California. Uh, California. Oregon. Uh, yeah, New Oregon. Jersey. Yeah, quite a few of them. We're starting to name uh, more states. Oh, yeah. I think, it's, yeah. It, it, there's, I think there's more. There's more, too. Right. Uh, Washington State. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I don't, I don't think that the, I, I've heard of a few crackdowns by the feds in a couple of those states, but I think for the most part they've been allowed to to operate their business. Yeah, that very well could be like illegal growers and stuff like that too. You right. really don't know, like right. big, large, like growing operations. You yep. know, that could be the more that they're stealing their taxes is, yeah. or something. You yeah. know, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Which is you know, it's not like when they when they legalize it, you know, drug dealers aren't. Aren't they're not not criminals anymore? You know they're they're still they're still breaking the law. You know you yeah. can't. You, you, there's a limit to how much you can grow and it be for personal use. And, yeah. You know the government doesn't like it when they don't get their cut of the money. You're making, <laughs> for sure. You that's know? when they'll yeah. get you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's probably that's right. that could be what's going on. You know. Yep. But yeah. So you know I think that that federal mandate too. And by the way, for and I'm not an investor by any stretch. I don't even play those games. But man, if you've been invested in some like decent like company, like young marijuana company, even like mm-hmm. a, a mainstream one like Willie's Reserve or something, that's always going right. to kind of go up as the market goes up. That federal mandate is what you're looking at. When that thing lifts, if you're in the market at the right time, oh, yeah. you're gonna it's gonna go boom because yep. states are gonna. There's a lot of states that are gonna follow suit, whether it's Texas or not. I don't know, but I would hope that even before that became a thing, Texas would just do it. But right. I don't know because and here's a number I was looking at, and I do have this number. And by the way, the population of Texas in the year 2019, which I I look forward to seeing what it is in the end of 2020. Yeah. But uh, 2019 is 28 million. 995,881 people in the state of Texas. You know? So, and I don't know how many divide up between the large cities. It would be it would be right. fun to look that up. Maybe I can oh, get that information. A for, lot of that is in Houston in and the big San cities. Antonio. Yeah, definitely is. Definitely yeah. is in Austin. Yeah. 
So, uh, but going back to the marijuana issue is in Colorado between the years 2014 to 2019, there's been one over one. It eclipsed one billion dollars in tax revenue from the marijuana industry in five years. Yeah. So that's really good, you know, and that's not bad, you know, and right. and they even have uh, graphs. You can look it up. They even have graphs like as to how they spend that tax money and things like that. And I think that's where a lot of times government ends up being like, you know. You see what they're spending the money on. You're like, dude, right. you know, that's where a lot of the ineptness, I think, really starts to come into play. Yep. You know, but uh, it, but listen to this though, the Texas oil, the reven, tax revenue for for Texas oil industry in 2019. This is why marijuana does not get legalized in the state right. of Texas. I'm telling you, this is why. Yeah. Because in one year, in 2019 alone, yeah. the tax revenue was over 16 billion dollars, and that includes like. Also, like payouts for land as well, you know. But over sixteen billion dollars in revenue from the oil and gas industry, oh, which I'm yeah. not knocking it because it employs a lot of my friends, oh, yeah. a lot of people, and yeah. it's great. It, but it doesn't mean like that's why they don't allow marijuana because it's right. a fringe issue yeah. that will generate uh, some tax money, mm-hmm. but nothing like what they get now. There's no right. reason for lawmakers to focus on that. Right? Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, and so that's why yeah. I thought that was an interesting. No, no, that's very interesting, and, it, and it's eye-opening. You know, it shows you. Why they don't do things like that? Because they're not really in there to, to represent what you, what what they think you want them to do. They're in there to, to play the game and to get the most money out of it. You know, the the most revenue. Yeah, and that's something else we'll talk about in another episode because it's one that we could probably cover in a whole episode. And that's like alternative energy and oil and gas because you see like all the wind turbines down. Because I have yeah. my thoughts on that too, man. People think that that's all clean and oh no, dude. No, it's. It, these oil companies, though they make a lot of mistakes, and we see it when they do, and we should. Right. They should pay, and you can't really even pay for it. We all pay for it when they make mistakes. They should really try to mitigate that. Yeah. It's horrible to see, but they're more efficient than some of these young companies. You can't just exit one, kick it right out, and start another. Man, it needs to be a mixed bowl, and that's just a whole another episode. You know, that's. Right. But I'm just saying, financially, man, you do kind of have to follow the money in this world, and that's one thing people always tell you, and you know that's. I think though, if they just said we don't care about it, it's a fringe issue. Y'all vote on it. Put a you know, put a referendum on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, that would be fair to people. I would love to see it because what does it hurt, man, to have that type of an industry? You know, because for the people in the state who are unemployed, are a lot of the ones who won't go work in the oil fields. Mm-hmm. So you know, they could be you know, you talk about like hemp farmers, mm-hmm. can, you know, yeah. cannabis farmers, growers, people making you know, different types of products like oils or, or edibles and things like that it just opens yeah. up. Oh, it opened, it would open up a whole, a huge industry. Yeah, I mean, so. I, I'm surprised it was limited to just $1 billion. That's, in that, that, that's Colorado. Right. That's one state over the span of how many years? From five years. Five years. A brand new industry. $1 billion. Yeah, yeah brand new, but... Uh, I mean, imagine what Texas could do. You exactly, know? I remember. Of, I mean, imagine what. There's how not much Texas 29 could do. million people in no, Colorado. No. I don't think so. You, you know? know, so it will be a lot bigger in Texas. It won't be 16 billion in a year, but it would be a big industry. And but not to mention that people get paid off of those jobs, man. Right. It's not even when they're when you get those little bit of taxes in. That's someone that's getting paid to go out and do something with their life and something right. that they're probably interested in. Because I know a lot of people who would love to get into that industry. Oh yeah. Who would love it? Investors yeah. and people who would just get an intern job right. or an a, 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 a entry-level job, you know. Right. But yep. It's cool, man. And, uh, you know, I could talk about this all day. Oh, yeah. No, I could, too. To uh, well, you know, I just, uh, 
of course, I wish that they would legalize yeah. marijuana in Texas. I think it's a it's a victimless crime. I wish they would abolish all victimless crimes in Texas, in all of the United States. Really, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you know, be a good start. Uh, here. I think yeah. there's all these. You know, I see these chants about abolish the police on Facebook and stuff. Well, you know, you know, let's not abolish the poli- let's abolish victimless. Yeah. Start <laughs> with excuse some, me. Yeah. Uh, abolish victimless crime and see how quickly the relationship between civilians and police improves. Yeah. By not sending them into people's lives over over something as menial as marijuana, yeah. you know, to, That's a great I mean, point. really, That's really, a great point. to think yeah. that that you know, people what people wonder why some civilians have such a suspicion, I guess you could say, of 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 police officers. You know, well, I mean, you know, when you think about it, you know that to them, that's someone who could, that's someone who has the authority to to take them and throw them in a cage. Over something that's completely victimless. Yeah. You know? Yep. Uh, and I, I think that the many of the fears I've heard as excuses why we need, why we don't need to legalize marijuana. I've heard people say, like, uh, things like, uh, you know, well, if, if you legalize marijuana, you know, you'll just have all these people driving around high. You know? And I just look at her. And you I'm already like, do. And I'm like, you think there's not already people driving around high, buddy? <laughs> like, you, oh, you've man. got a hard reality yeah. to deal yeah, with. Yeah, here, here. Uh, today. But, uh, yeah. yeah, no, it, it's... It, uh, I love that thought, dude. I, that's a great thought, and you're exactly right. And I think that's a great closing statement because it is a social issue. You know, it, it is a social issue, and it is a social movement. It is something that I think even police, at the bottom of their hearts, wouldn't really care to enforce it's not right. something they would really love no. to enforce. They know that there's probably bigger fish to fry out there than that. Right. And there's no yep. reason, you know, when people could make money and have jobs, instead you're going to prosecute them and f- play this game in, right. the, in the law. And I, I, I do believe that. And that's a great. We'll leave it on that yeah. until we talk about it again because yeah. that's a great way to leave it. So uh, this segment, this is another segment we're going to climb into here. Right. And uh, I wanted to kind of do this just as fun. And we both have to answer these questions. It's not just you. I'm not just throwing you right. under the bus. But uh I kind of wanted to make it as Texas themed as I can, but uh, you know you can't always do that. I can't do that with everything. I'm not that damn creative, creative or talented. So right. um, the first one is this: number one, would you rather, dude, Levi? Yeah. Honest answer: get charged by a Longhorn or slapped by a porcupine. Ooh, dang, <laughs> that's a hard one. Tough one, dude. Yeah, tough one. I think I'm gonna go with. Uh... With uh, getting charged by a longhorn, I think, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think that maybe, you know, you got a chance of uh, not not really. You don't have much <laughs> of a chance of outrunning that of outrunning that bull, but uh, <laughs> but you know, I think you got a better chance of getting porcupine yeah. quills in the face. Well, well, here's just, one thing: is with the bull, is you probably pay more if you get caught. You probably pay more. Oh yeah. But but. You do have a chance of not getting caught if uh-huh. you get slapped with a porcupine. You're, get, you're you know it's coming. You know, with porcupine, yeah. you know. I think I'd take yeah. the bull. I think, I, but then, dude, if I saw it, if like you showed me the the bull, the longhorn yeah. bull, and you showed me the porcupine, I might change my mind. Oh yeah, because right, the, you right, know right. <laughs> those yeah. are big animals. Oh, dude. And let me tell you too, I did a, a I interviewed a, a, a couple, great couple from Bandera Grassland. They do longhorn, all grass fed longhorn beef, right? Mm-hmm. And Dude, those longhorns will jump a fence, a four and a half foot fence, five foot fence. They'll jump over it. Yeah. They're not not. like, it's not like, okay, if I just run sideways, like, dude, these things, you know. And the reason longhorns fun is because those horns, you know, that adds a wide lateral range for them Uh that you can't escape them. You know, whereas a regular bull, you could go one side or the other. Right. I think I'd take the longhorn. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it would suck. 
Yeah. It would suck either way. I yeah. Think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it'd suck. But yeah. I could change my mind when I saw the animals. Right. That, that's my answer. But you take the you take the longhorn too. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. So. Yeah. I would take the longhorn. Okay. Would you rather be a? <laughs> would you rather be a covered in crude oil, just soaked in crude oil, just from the top, like yeah. <laughs> fall down on you? Okay. Yeah. Or would you rather fly with a wingsuit? Even if you had a parachute, like to land, like like at professionally, yeah. like go go wingsuit flying. Man, I think I'll uh, I think I'll do that with the crude oil. Now, <laughs> I'm taking the crude oil. I mean, I've already oh, taken man, the crude yeah, oil yeah. before, dude. Yeah, I'll definitely take the crude oil. <laughs> you know, I have a I have a friend in high school. I don't know that he was my friend in high school, but I'm acquaintance with them on social media today. Like I've re- you know he went to my high school and I, and he's a good right. guy and I always liked him and um, he does wingsuit flying. And he posts videos about it. And he's one of the few. There's not very many people in the world, you know, relative to how yeah. many people are in the world that do it. Right. It's a very small community. It's nuts, man. Oh, dude. It is nuts. I like, bet. I've heard, yeah. I don't no, even. I mean, I've, I've seen some of the videos of what they do. And I've, I've also read some of the statistics on the uh, danger of what they do, man. It's a, it's a very dangerous hobby to get into, I tell you what. They're, yeah, they're I can't speculate on it, but I think it's like they're like 100% chance they're going to crash at some point. Oh, right? absolutely. Like, I, mean, I mean, yeah, at some point, you do it long enough. You do any, anything yeah, like that's that right. long enough, that's you're right. going to crash. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, so I would take the crude oil 100% oh, yeah. because I, I wouldn't even jump out of it. I'd probably take crude oil over over parachuting, you know, yeah. what he, just skydiving by itself. Dude, right. So. I'm not down with that, okay? This one's a fun one right here, okay? Would you rather... Eat some psychedelic mushrooms, okay? Or take five shots of Texas whiskey in five minutes. <laughs> uh, <Hey>. Or both. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? <laughs> oh, man. You know, uh, I'd probably, on, it, it would, you know, if I had like a free weekend, <laughs> you know, I'd probably, you know, maybe do the, the former, you know? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But I think maybe the, the latter. On the uh, like, if it was just like oh, a group yeah. of people, you yeah, know? you know, I don't know, uh, yeah, probably the, the whiskey, you know, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I would be more likely to do the whiskey because yeah. I, I have kids and a life that I, right. I can't, you know, I'm just not yeah. down with like that, but I mean, if it was in the right scenario, you know, what yeah. would I rather do, you know, right. what do I think is more like uh, eye opening and like could mm-hmm. be like more like uh. Soul building would be the latter, but especially because there's no limit, I could just eat, eat a little bit of the mushrooms. You know, I don't have to take five shots because five yeah, shots of whiskey yeah. will See, do you, you didn't, in too. You didn't, you didn't specify yeah, how much exactly. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I really don't know yeah, how yeah. much. What is it like a gram? A lot? Are we talking about a fingernail? Or yeah, are we talking about a, yeah. Yeah, I'd say a fingernail <laughs> or something, especially <laughs> yeah. if you haven't done it in a while. Just like a little right. bit, it would change it, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, I would take that. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I would probably rather I would probably rather the mushrooms, but it'd be more likely that I do the whiskey with where I am. Right. I mean, yeah. I just I was just sipping on some whiskey, but that was only like a shot and a half max. You right. know, five so shots in five minutes. You brought? Uh, that was Rebecca Creek. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was you. the very last one I had. You. Yeah, they're a Texas, yeah. and they support Texas music, man. They're like sponsor people in Texas music, and they right. really promote that. So I I buy from them because I'm like when I can, you know, yeah. when I and when I get something. Because same thing with like other places that I know support music. Like beer companies that sell in stores, I always try to buy from them because I'm, right. I'm being a musician. I'm like, dude. They're supporting my industry, man. You know, yeah. I'm gonna support theirs, dude. Right. It's a partnership, man. Huh? How it works? That's, that's Rebecca Creek, and that's really good. Rebecca Creek whiskey. But yeah, maybe my, if I'm at the beach fishing, oh. and it's night, yeah. and I have no responsibilities, yeah. it's mushrooms. For oh, sure. dude, yeah. Okay. I'll tell you what, I'm not backing out of that. Not too long ago, I just got back from a trip to the beach, you know, and uh, 
we were down there and couldn't. You could look e- either way, and just as far as you could see, nobody. We were like twenty miles down Big Shell, you know. And uh, I was just thinking, man, you know, if if I had some, then this would, right now would be the time to do it. Yep. I tell you what, right. yeah. Did y'all yeah. stay the night out there? Yeah, we stayed a couple of the nights. Because the stars, yeah, we, the stars oh, on dude. the Texas coast. It's if incredible. you go down the Texas coast south of Corpus Christi. Telling you, it's it's so beautiful, yeah. and man, there. Oh, yeah. We, we yeah, we stayed a couple of nights down. So there. Ch- check this a perfect, perfect. This number four yeah. right here. Okay, would you rather, would you rather go fishing on the isolated Texas coast, or would you go rather go big game hunting in West Texas, backpacking and hunting in West Texas? Oh man, you know I think I'd rather do the hunting. Yeah, me too. I, because you know I've, I've I've gone fishing on the Texas coast many times, and. uh it's. I mean, I I like camping. I enjoy camping, uh, so I, of course it's always enjoyable. Yeah, to and either get way, out. you're going to gonna be camping. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But but I mean, the beach is always enjoyable. It's always enjoyable to get out into nature anywhere. If you ask me, uh, the sand. I'm not the biggest fan of the sand, yeah. but I to- I can tolerate it for a couple of days. You know, uh, but in my in all of my beach camping experiences, we go we go down. You know, like I said, about 20 miles down Big Shell national park down on uh, mustang island you know yeah and uh so beautiful man we go, smart for doing that yeah oh man it see that changes I, the game i like love it you, down there yeah you yeah. know the the gulf is is just my kind of ocean <laughs> you yeah. know it's nice and shallow i'm not yeah. i'm not big on swimming a lot in the of fish ocean, man there's diverse yeah. diverse oh, man, wildlife yeah. down there birds too. we uh We've just never had much luck with the fishing. Yeah. You know, we, we take the poles down there and we'll take all different, we'll buy all different sorts of bait. And uh, I guess, you know, we, we don't really uh, keep track of where they're running or anything like that. You yeah. know, we just go out there and camp yeah. and throw some poles out. And if something bites, it bites, you know. Yeah, yeah you go for and, the experience. Uh, but the, the big game hunting, I think, would be would be awesome. I've never been on a, on a guided hunt before, you know. I, I've done some hunting, like... Uh, and when I say hunting, you know, you got to use that, you got to use that term real loosely around here, you know, and when most people say they're going hunting, what they really mean is they're going to sit in a box and they're going to wait for, <laughs> where they're going to oh, wait yeah. for deer to walk up to a baited feeder. feeder yeah. 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 They're not talking and, uh, about yeah, They're stalking, not talking yeah. about stalking a, an actual animal, you know, yeah. uh, an animal out in the wilderness. Following and tracking. Uh, and Right. You know. Yeah, that's what I like. That, uh, that's what I'd be down with. I would for. love to do that. You know, yeah. I, uh, a few times. That uh, I have done some deer hunting on public land, and it's it's a uh, it's a whole new, it's a whole different thing, you know. I mean, yeah. it's it's nothing like stepping out on your back porch yeah, in your thing. underwear with your two forty three. Some deer at the bam, field, yeah. you know, yeah, right there. I I call that harvesting. You know, I'll I'll say I'm gonna harvest a deer. Yeah. You know, or I harvested yeah. a deer. Yeah. I did, I didn't hunt anything. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, I would take the West Texas hunt too for the same reason. I'd go down to the Texas coast at least once a year, if not more than that. And right. fish, you know, and that's the way to do it, by the way, if you're going to do it, go, go out, yeah. man. Don't, you know, so many people I see fishing off the pier and I know they're just going fishing for the day. So right. I don't blame them. I'm not saying I'm blaming, but if you can, you head down to, you know, you can go through the Padre Island seashore even and yep. you just pay this, the national park some, some money, man, and support the national park and drive down and fish. That's the way to do it. If you're going to do it, yeah. you know, but, or, or if you have a boat, that changes a lot of things, too. Because if right. you can go inside the Laguna Madre and fish and find redfish and stuff, that that's yeah. like, that's yeah. another game changer, right? You get on right? schools out there. Yeah, with a boat. In one you know. after another, I'm sure. Yeah, so that changed the game. But I think I would take, where I'm at in my life right now, you know for sure. Yeah, well, you don't know for sure. But going hunting, if you come back with a good harvest, 
that's like that's a, that's some good that's, food. Like if yeah. you go like West Texas mule deer, like you're coming I back with a lot of meat. That, yeah. You know, mule deer big. And I even thought into like to the like going elk hunting one day, man. I would love to work up to that. So I would take that right. too, man. That's a hard one for me because I love both of them and I just do yeah. both of them all the time, really. But right. uh, I take the West Texas hunting, man. Yeah. The trip out there, right? Right. Backpack, tent, uh-huh. you know, like food. Okay, and then here's awesome. the last one. I got one more, man, in this segment. Number right. done. All right, number five. Would you rather catch COVID-19 or get kicked in the midsection by a wild burrow? Jeez. <laughs> I think... Uh, <laughs> I think... Oh, man, that's a man. hard one. Oh, dude. I, is, there, is, is, there only, is there only a 0.02% chance I'm going to get kicked in the midsection? By no, the way? you're getting kicked. <laughs> you're getting kicked. Like, yeah. No, you're getting kicked. <laughs> you're getting COVID with, you know, knowing that you're young. and You're young, yeah. you know I mean? No, I think I'd take the COVID for <laughs> sure. Take the COVID. I think I'd take the Dude, COVID. Dude, you see some of those wild yeah. burrows, man? Oh, even man. A, even, a, even a donkey that you trust on your farm, dude. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I'm oh. not messing with those guys, dude. They're no. not the ones. There's a yeah. reason they can survive out in the desert and stuff, but... You know, no, joke. no, I'd take COVID-19 where I'm at right now. Just, for sure. you know, kind of an eye opener for me, you know, it's like, right. I'd much rather have that. <laughs> All right, dude, this is your spot. If you want to say anything, like, are you watching any shows or you got anything going on or? Ah, uh, well, I mean, guess what I got going on recently? Uh, we had a little camp out on the back of my place, had a bunch of my, uh, my reenacting friends came over and for people yes. who don't know, I am a historical reenactor. I do mostly... Civil War and uh, the eighteen mid eighteen hundreds period. You ever done te- any Texas Revolution stuff? I've never done Texas Revolution. I would like to get into that. In Do fact, they have it? They, they have there it? are some Texas, yes, uh, uh, some events in Texas. At least there were in the in the pre COVID uh, era. You know, that's the whole reason we actually did this camp out this last weekend on the back of my my own place here in here in Medina because uh, all of our events this year have been canceled. You know, usually we do a few different. Uh, reenactment events around Texas, and then we might go to one of the bigger events at an actual battlefield in, in uh, like Mississippi yeah. or Tennessee or you know in somewhere. Sometimes we'll even go further east to the East Coast, you know, to Virginia. Wow. And, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, so but, run it, run us through it. What happens? They come like as soon as they get here. Y'all are back in the 1800s. Like y'all just y'all act, everything. Well, y'all do. this was more of a what we did this weekend was more of like a drill. You know, we get together and we do, we make sure we all knock the rust off of our drill formations and stuff, you know, and uh, we didn't really go too hard on, hardcore on the whole policing for what we call Farby stuff, you know, uh, more is, modern stuff. What is Farby? Like modern stuff. So like you anything, know, like no that's phone, the, yeah. that's Farby. You know? Right, yeah, that's Farby, yeah. you know, yeah. Laptop, uh, Farby, right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crocs, that's Farby, <laughs> yeah, man. That's not <laughs> happen, dude. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but now we, you know, this was more of a because one of the big things about Civil War reenacting, you know, is that is you get to become friends with those people, you know, uh, through all the weekends that you spend camping out with one another and stuff. And so this was more just so that we all got a chance to get together and sit around the fire. Yeah. And ha- and get that camaraderie, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's cool. You man. know, that, that's that's, cool. that's what more of what we focused on this. Yeah. With this one, uh, here in another month, we're gonna do another camp out where uh, we might focus a little bit more on drill and and uh, actually the reenacting thing. You know, what we did this last weekend was more just to just to see each other again. You know, mo- most of us haven't seen each other all year because we live all over Texas. Yeah. You know, uh, you don't just run into a Civil War reenactor every day, so. You know, we're, Dude, we're, we're pretty spread out, cool. you know, yeah, we're, that's we're really pretty cool. spread out. 
Yeah, but, I really like that. I did see that that you did that. I should have yeah. I should have thought to even ask you. That's cool, man. So y'all come, right. y'all set up, y'all tent, y'all sleep outside and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, we slept outside. Have a fire. Oh, uh, you know? oh yeah, we had the fire. We cooked. We cooked dinner over the fire. And then we the next morning we cooked breakfast over the fire. Uh, coffee. Know? Yeah. Oh yeah, I had coffee in the pot. Cooked right a, you know boiled over the fire. Bacon and eggs in the pan. Uh, but chickens uh, out here. Right? Oh yeah, Some chickens <laughs> going around. You know? Right. Yeah. Yep. I'm not gonna uh, say it, dude, but I think the mask wearing a mask would be a little Farby. Oh yeah, <laughs> would yeah, that no, be considered there, there were no, there were no masks. Dude, there's no reason no out here in this situation. Seen. By no. the way, for anybody who some freak of the out. Uh, some of the people actually got a hold of me and, and were like, uh, "What do we need to know about uh, COVID restrictions?" And I was like, "Ain't none out here, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have space yeah. out here, man. It's fresh you know, air. We're, yeah. we're gonna be out in, in in my backyard. You know, I got plenty. I got a plenty big backyard back yeah. and all uh, in our own tents, man. Yep. Around the fire. Yeah. No, it was it was a good time. That's cool. Yeah. Right on, man. Yep. That's a good. That's a great thing. So, Civil War reenactment. It, all all just eighteen hundreds reenacting. Right. And so you yeah. have like, do you have like firearms and stuff? Like, oh like, yeah, yeah. We had muskets. We we woke up my neighbors out here. We we fired a few volleys off, you know, uh, just just blanks, you <laughs> yeah. know. But uh, but we definitely made some noise. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That's fun, man. Yeah. No, that's that's really cool. I'm into that. That's right. really cool. And you talk about like heritage of like Texas, and it's about the education, right. man. Oh, that's and and people like y'all like doing that stuff. I know for sure. Like when people stroll upon that stuff, it, there's a lot of education and information about the history of of of. The mm-hmm. way we have come about, you know, yep. it's cool, man. Yep. All right, well, I'll end on this, man. Uh, do the Texas musician of this week, and I'm going to talk about a guy named Lloyd Maines. You have you ever heard of Lloyd Maines? Mm-hmm. He's no, the father of one of the Dixie Chicks, now referred to as the Chicks. The Chicks. And uh, <laughs> Natalie Maines is the lead oh, singer, Lord, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Her dad is Lloyd Maines. Okay, and he's almost 70 years old now, which is crazy to think. But uh, he's an iconic music maker. He's a music guy. Plays dobro, guitar, harmonica. He's great. He's an all-around musician. Can probably play everything, really. Uh, And he's also a a world-renowned, you know, uh, award-winning producer, record producer. Right. And he's produced artists like Roger Crager, Pat Green, Terry Hendricks, Ray Wiley Hubbard, Robert Earl Keane, Jerry Jeff Walker, Charlie Robeson, and Two Tons of Steel. And he's also toured with, like, as a musician, he used to, that's where he kind of got kicked in, and he's from Lubbock. Right. And, uh, He's he, he's played with Jerry Jeff Walker, Guy Clark, Joe Ely, Jimmy Dale Gilmore, and he's pretty much been playing with Terry Hendrix f- from what I from what I know from around like the late '90s, early 2000s. Right. So he's someone that people should know, man. If you're moving to Texas, you, you like learning about Texas music. If you look up Lloyd Maines, the spider web that comes off of that guy into music, yeah, he does not touch anything that you should not like look up and check into. You know, I really? I, I think he's he's phenomenal. He just has an ear for it. He produces great music, and huh. you know I think it's someone that, that that's who I think should get some notoriety. And I really have never given him enough credit, right. you know, in thinking about like that side of the industry is like producing all of these great people and helping yeah. them get that sound thereafter. It's hard, man. Right. So yeah, you wouldn't know about a lot of the artists you you know and love. You yeah. would never have heard of without people like that behind that's the right. scenes. So shout out to Lloyd Maines, and uh, that's 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 that, man. So anything yeah. else you want to clarify, man? Anything? Uh, Good to I go. I think that. Uh, think that we covered a lot i think that we were able to stay much more on subject this, yeah, this week right. yes. yeah that's right yes. and and you know for people that don't know you know this might be the first episode that ever even gets uploaded who knows but uh we've been at this we've been working hard and uh we're trying to figure out you know ways to uh make the show fun and valuable to people whom uh are like-minded and have open minds and aren't into you know 
getting sucked into negativity or fighting, but, you know, conversation and mm-hmm. open thinking, man. And I think that's what we're after. So this was fun, and uh, we'll be back at it again next week, man. Yeah. All right. All right. As for Boone. And I'm Levi. We'll see you next time. Hear you next time. <laughs> You'll hear us. No.